0: Well, good morning and welcome to the drive you guys it is august 28th only a few more days left in this month and we are in september can't believe how fast i can't believe how fast time is going Probably uh, for the last 20 years time has just flown by but god is good he's on the move he's working and um hope you guys had a good weekend and good time at church yesterday uh, assembling with like-minded believers who love the Lord and who really it's a family right uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing but I, we're continuing on Galatians remember Paul's talking about the false teachers Judaizers he's warning these churches in the region of Galatia and I love these these verses the next ones we're going to look at Galatians 2:20 20 and 21 says he writes I have been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live But Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. So again, Paul is hitting home this idea that you're not saved through the law. You don't work really hard for God to accept you. It's not Jesus and all these other things. And what he's saying is he's totally different. Paul's like, I'm, I'm not the same. Like my old man, I've been crucified with Christ. Now obviously he's not talking about, uh, literally he's talking metaphorically and his symbolism there is that his old man is deemed dead. Like the, his desires, the way he used to live, the motives that he had, the actions that he took, these were all in the past these were all the old man and he said i've been crucified with christ it's no longer i who live but christ lives in me so paul's like it's not about me (laughs) i love that because i think as americans we need to be reminded of that every single day because we usually make life about us hey the world revolves around me No. That's the American carnal, uh, carnal, uh, fleshy, fleshly like mentality. But Paul's like, no, it, it was about me before. I was just persecuting out Christians. I was doing the work with what I thought was the Lord, but obviously he, his eyes were open. Uh, and he's like, I'm crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. He's like, now I live for the savior like i live for the one who died for me rose again and ascended to heaven i don't live for myself and what a testament and he said the life i now live in the flesh i live by faith like i'm living by faith now it's completely different you know yesterday we did baptisms and it was awesome and it always is awesome to see that picture of the old man deemed dead right The going down into the water the symbolism the picture of Uh, your old life before Christ now it's dead it's gone it's over and you're rising up out of the water saying I trust in Jesus I'm unashamed and I'm living for him now not myself not for others not to please whatever I'm living to please God like the Apostle Paul said somewhere else he said I live to please him and so that's the beautiful picture new life in Christ new heart new desires new everything Right when you trust in Christ, everything should change. You know, some people see Christ as an add on, like, Oh, I have my life now. I added Jesus to my life, I'm still going to be the same, but I also have Him. And so, no, it's like there should be heart transformation on a continual basis if you're a Christian. It's not just a one and done thing, it's not just I said a prayer now, I'm all good kind of thing. Fire insurance, no, it's not. That's not the Christian life. That's the westernized, modernized version of it. And it's unbiblical, right? It's a prayer and then a process, you know, as God works and refines and chips away and does, uh, does great things in and through our lives. And so, I love it because he's like, Guys, I don't set aside the grace of God. Like before, he didn't understand grace. If you look at his life, just as recorded in scripture... The Apostle Paul in Acts, early church, and also his letters and all that, what you see is a man who didn't understand grace. He didn't give grace. He didn't care. It was all law. And so it was rigid. It was stern. It was intense. It was serious. There was no love, no joy, no fruits of the Spirit. No mercy and no grace. You know? Reminds me of the Karate Kid. You know, Cobra Kai, no mercy. That was their slogan, no mercy. And they played dirty, right? They did whatever they had to do to win. They broke the rules in order to do that. But see, and that's the difference between, one of the differences between the Old Testament and the New Testament, the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. In the Old Covenant, you obey and it is well with you. You obey and the result is it is well with you. The New Testament, New Covenant, it's like you believe the gospel and you want to obey. Your desire is to obey. Because of all that Christ has done on your behalf. (laughs) But we can't leave grace out. Grace is an essential uh, component in the Christian life. Like, sometimes we don't want to give grace to people, unearned favor, right? Sometimes we don't want to give them that. And so what we have to do in those instances when we're like I'm not giving them they don't deserve grace yeah that's the whole point right the person doesn't deserve grace they don't deserve anything good but you bless them anyway that's grace so when you want to start withholding grace from others remember the grace that God has given you you know you didn't deserve it (laughs) I didn't deserve it but yet, yet God blessed anyway. So when you start withholding grace from others, remember the grace that God has given you. That helps me a lot. <laughs> that helps me a lot, because we are so incredibly blessed being followers of Jesus, and uh, He's given us grace. He's blessed us in so many ways, and it's like, I need to reach out and I need to reflect His blessings to others, you know? Don't set aside the grace of God and you look at Paul's letters and it's again it's like night and day hundred-degree turn it's like he turned from the world's ways he turned from his legalistic ways and he turned towards Jesus and man he, he did talk a lot about grace he did talk a lot about mercy he did talk a lot about the attributes and the fruits of the Spirit the attributes of God and the fruits of the Spirit and it's just like he was changed he was different he lived for Jesus he lived to spread the gospel. And that's why we're alive. That's that's what we're here to do, right? That's what we don't have to do. That's what we actually we get to do. It's a huge blessing. It's a high calling. It's a serious stewardship. And so we can say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. We are saved by grace through faith. And so let's continue on, guys. I'm praying for you. Have a blessed Monday and Talk to you guys tomorrow.